OMG, it's happening! Fish bowling is back. Fish bowling, the most difficult yet oddly almost enjoyable podcast format, but also the scariest alien human sex act ever documented by NASA. The fish bowling. Fish bowling makes the uh, prison spit roast look, uh, look like something off the fancy menu. Thank you very much for that uh, Red Hot lead. That's my best friend over there, musical genius, Fish B. He plays the uh, bass or bass guitar. I, I do this stuff, and then away we go, right? Before we get to the fishbowl of questions, the whole reason I do what I do is equal parts the universe compels me and equal part David Letterman. And last night on Seth Meyers' Late Night Show, to celebrate the 40th anniversary of David Letterman's original late night show after Carson premiering on NBC, Dave went back to the place where it all started and sat down for a great interview with uh, Seth Meyers. If you missed it, that's fine. It's on Hulu, and that's how I wanted to start because I love Dave that much. He is, when it comes to late night comedy variety shows, he is the, the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost to, uh, to many, many Many of us. In fact, in my bathroom, I have, I have all of one photo in a bit of irony, and it, it's framed. It's a black and white photo from Rolling Stone. And it's, uh, it's David Letterman posing in a public restroom. It's the one photo I have in my not-so-public restroom. And with that, Vish B, what's question one? Will one person at the Beijing Olympics, speak out against Chinese human rights abuses? I hope it. I dream it. But I don't expect one person to speak out in any way at the Beijing Olympics. Which makes me sad because I love the Olympics, love sports, love the Olympics. But I'm so disgusted by the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, and the games being in China again. I'm not excited to see all the propaganda panoramas and athletes praised for their Olympic spirit from a literal Beijing bubble as over a million Uyghur Muslims are disappeared and locked away in quote-unquote re-education camps. And oh yeah, Tibet and oh yeah, Hong Kong, and oh yeah, soon to be Taiwan, and oh yeah, all the spying on America, and oh yeah, all the shit they stole. And uh, well, well, I'm at it. Uh, where, where is uh, world-famous tennis professional Pong Shui? Where is, where is she? Does anyone know? Gladys, does anyone know? Talking to my cat now. Seeing if she was maybe saw something from the train going by. I, I don't think Gladys did. What's next, Fishby? Would you have suspended Whoopi Goldberg from The View for saying the Holocaust wasn't about race? Firstly, the Holocaust was about race. The Jews have been persecuted as an inferior race for millennia. But to answer the question, would I have suspended Whoopi Goldberg? No, but that's, maybe that's me. ABC, you know, who, where The View is, 
they made such just just a way bigger deal and staying on one of their biggest stars than they had to. And, and I don't get it. I get, I get the, the outrage at first, right? Or, or kind of, sort of. But she was on the next day and apologized in earnest. Like she felt terrible. It was completely heartfelt. The head of the Anti-Defamation League was on the show that day with Whoopi Goldberg. The head of the Anti-Defamation League put out a statement. They didn't have to. They put out, and not just a short statement, they put out a lengthy statement in support of Whoopi Goldberg. Saying how she supports and is a friend of the Jewish community and has been for a long, long time. Yet ABC still what wants to they have to extract their, their, their pound of woke flesh by making Whoopi Goldberg sit in the corner in a dunce cap for two fucking weeks? What the fuck? I think Whoopi Goldberg, or, I think she should quit. ABC needs her worse than she needs them. There's no shortage of work for Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, she lives in New York, this Broadway. Is anything she wants to do. No, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have suspended her. What's next, Fishby? Yo, it's me, Fish B. Oh, dear God, here we go. Forgot about these. Uh, I love and miss... <laughs> oh, excuse me. I can't read Fish B's penmanship. I love and will miss Justice Stephen Breyer. But will you join me in supporting Tyler Perry's Medea to replace that old goat? <clears throat> ah, Fish B. Still, still an asshole. Still an asshole. I think the most likely person now, right, and it's, it's, it's tough to know for sure, but reading the tea leaves, which are really, really obvious, it seems like it's going to be South Carolina Federal District Judge Michelle Childs, who the more I read about, I'm the more impressed by. Uh, not only is she uh, James Clyburn's pick, a man who probably did more to get Grandpa Joe elected than any other person other than maybe Trump, and, that, and even Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. Lindsey Graham loves her and thinks she would be a fantastic choice in addition to the court. Plus, she has such a different life story that goes way beyond just being a black woman for the court. She is qualified a million different ways. But just a different upbringing from the rest of the, the Ivy Leaguers, all of them do, or excuse me, uh, Yale or Harvard, except for uh, uh, Amy Coney Barrett. She went to uh, the University of Notre Dame, which is not a public institution, obviously. But Judge Michelle Child, she, she was born in Detroit to a cop and a telephone company worker. Went to South Florida University on scholarship, then University of South Carolina, where I believe she got a, a, an MBA, Master's in Business Administration, and a law degree. And then has had just an impeccable uh, legal career since. I believe she's 55 years old as, as a lawyer and a judge. Outstanding choice. I think that's who it will be, not, not Tyler Perry's uh, Medea. But thank you for your contribution, Fishby. What's next? What's it like living downtown in the winter? 
the summers are wild too. Like, like the summers, out, like 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 the heat's out. Like people are wilding out. Like that's like that's a, that that's its own kind of beast. Um, but in the winter, it's so goddamn cold. It's just so goddamn cold. It was when my kids were here over Christmas. I mean, there were days where like the high was fucking twelve. Today, I think the high was twenty six, twenty seven. I had to go to the weed store because it's Wax Wednesday and shit was on sale. And it's like a 15-minute walk there and a 15-minute walk back, depending on crosswalks and how I'm feeling. Maybe 20 minutes. And I dressed for the occasion. I had, like, gloves and shit, like, layers. And I was so fucking cold by the time I got back. I, I'm still cold. But that doesn't compare to the people you see outside with no place to go. You know, walking around with their sleeping bag over their shoulder and that shit. I mean, I was outside for... A half hour, 35 minutes, with a, with a break where I went into a weed store in the middle. And we don't have any place for them to go. So it's, it's grittier. It's grittier. And people that have to rob for a living, have to jack for a living to supply their habit are even more aggressive because they... More miserable, so. It's pretty when it snows. Sorry if that was uh, uh, not the answer you're looking for, but that's the answer I gave, and it's fucking called Bob's Fishbowl. What's next? When's Timberlake going to be back on the podcast? You know, after, after the phone call with uh, Timberlake last week and obviously his outstanding contribution to the, our thing uh, uh, this week, which is far better than anything I've ever done in the three-plus years we've been doing it. Um, and, and Timberlake doesn't know this yet. Maybe, maybe I should check in. But, but I think maybe tomorrow. And Timberlake, I, we were going to do a thing each week, or we were kind of batting around the idea uh, of each coming to the metaphorical table with three questions. And we, we would ask each other, uh, those three questions. But I, now that I'm thinking about it in real time, I, I think maybe we just bring one question, right? Play like the $1 pyramid or something. I, that's a dumb name, obviously. But you get where I'm going, right? So, so and, and I think we'll do that on Thursdays. For a long time, and we talked about this before, I wasn't, I wasn't sure how many days a week or how long. I think Monday through Thursday, like four 15-minute shows per week. I think that's the right number. I think that's the right thing so everyone can follow. I think Friday is, it's hard on me. I think it's, I think it's hard on everyone. It's hard on Gladys, my emotional support wonder cat. So. Oh, now I know we're back for sure. There is, uh, there's Isaiah's music. Our 11-year-old executive producer, Isaiah the Tiny Player, as always gets... The last question here in the fishbowl. And today Isaiah writes, is sleeping naked good or bad? Believe it or not, this is a, this is a subject I've, uh, I've researched. And we talked about this a long time ago, how, how for men, especially if you want to have healthy erections later in life, 
or just grow up with a fantastically and wildly attractive uh, erection. I don't know. Um, uh, sleeping naked or for sure not sleeping in anything tight. No, nothing tight to sleep in because, well, men are sleeping. They can get up to like, I don't I forget the number, like 15, like 20 erections. And that kind of process, that's where morning wood comes from. But that process of the inflation and deflation of the blood in the penis is what makes erections uh, so, 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 so bold and amazing, uh, these erections. But, 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 uh, uh, and no pun intended, which will make sense in, in a second. Uh, one of the reasons you're, you're not supposed to sleep apparently totally nude, unless you're doing a lot of laundry, apparently in addition to the erections, uh, which is just a, a, a guy thing, maybe. I don't know. I'm not trying to get in trouble with anyone. Um, uh, well asleep, uh, one, one passes a, a lot of gas. And in the process of passing all that gas, uh, the little the little poo of molecules in that gas that give it its pungent stench uh, uh, get stuck in your sheets. So if you're one of those people that sleep nude, but then only wash your sheets like like once a, once a season, like once a quarter, um, your sheets are fucking rancid. So uh, sleep naked, but like wash your sheets like every week or every other. I don't know what. Greta Thunberg would say about that. I don't know. However often Thunberg says to wash your sheets, that's how often you should wash them or wear boxers. All right. Thank you, Isaiah. Thank you. Uh, if you have a question uh, for the fishbowl, we did this last night. Uh, it's real easy. And the only place you'll really find me, it's uh, bob at bobsfishbowl.com. That couldn't be easier to remember. Bob at bobsfishbowl.com. Uh, social media, which we don't give a fuck about, is at bobsfishbowl or at Bob Van Dyne. And with that, Fish B, it's time for the first time in forever, the paddle ball of fire and or the finale. Kick it, Fish B. Four New York City drug dealers are under arrest for the poisoning death of legend Michael K. Williams, and yes, it's a poisoning and not a fucking OD if fentanyl is not supposed to be in the drug you purchased and consumed, and why don't we have a cheap at-home fentanyl test that does damage the drugs? The UK has banned hymen repair surgery, and what the fuck? And then I had to Google if hymen repair surgery is legal in the USA, and it is. And now I know way too much about hymenastoles, and I didn't say that right, but whatever, we're moving on, and their price range. I don't want to think about it anymore. Congratulations, I guess, to Fox News' Jesse Waters on his new almost primetime show. And this is a backhanded compliment and 100% true. No one has done more with less than that motherfucker Jesse Waters. The Chinese government, back to them, is seizing and killing all the pet Dutch rats in Hong Kong and blaming them for the spread of COVID. And that's fucking rich China. That is fucking rich. And lastly, most of you probably haven't eaten a Lunchable lately, but some come with a Halloween-sized Airheads candy devoid of color but not flavor, and it's called White Mystery. And not only is that genius from a production cost-cutting angle, White Mystery is the new official monitor of my cock. Hey Bob, how many STDs require pharmacy medication? I don't know. It's a White Mystery. Did we do it? Ah, a little over time. God damn it. I wanted to get a little bit under 15. Obviously, we're, we're past that. But uh, we tried. And, uh, and we'll be back tomorrow, uh, maybe, uh, joined by Timberlake 
for one. We'll see. But I promise it'll be good because it's Timberlake and everything he does is good. So until then, say adios, Fishby. <laughs>